to the Cross-Eyed Radio Program, sponsored by Joshua Revolution. Cross-Eyed is a radio talk show dedicated to proclaiming the message of the cross of Jesus Christ. We want to encourage you to open your Bibles with us as we study the life-changing revelation found within the scriptures in how to live the victorious Christian life. Now, let's go into the studio of Revolution Radio with your host, Pastor Mike Chory. Welcome tonight to Cross-Eyed Radio, and it is a Merry Christmas to one and to all, and it's going to be 50 degrees on Christmas Day. I mean, that is a miracle right there in and of itself. Hey, tonight on Cross-Eyed Radio, we're going to go deep into the story of Christmas and share with you the greatest revelation that has ever been given to man. But to get us started tonight, we're going to go to a song in just a moment. But again, uh, tonight you can go to your phones. If you need prayer tonight, you need tickets to Joshua Revolution. Our operators are waiting at 716-229-8000 or one 444 2920. And if you, again, if you need prayer for anything, they're there for you tonight, or you want to order your tickets. But we're going to start out with a beautiful song tonight to get in the spirit here. And this is Hark the Herald Angels Sing by Robin Hurt. Could we all stand? Hark the Herald. Let it be heard all over the land. Jesus Christ has been born. Go tell it on the mountains. Tell it in the streets. What a time. The most wonderful time of the year, Christmas. And this is going to be the greatest Christmas of all. Why do I say that? Because you know what? Jesus is always going forward. And he's always doing something new. And he's always teaching us new things, new revelation. Tonight here on Cross-Eyed Radio, I want to go into the story of Christmas in just a moment to share with you some of these incredible truths about the story of the Christ child's birth. And I just want you to know the true meaning of Christmas. And I think this is a tremendous year just from the standpoint that Christmas Eve is falling on the Lord's Day. 
tomorrow, two great services, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. at Cross River Tabernacle. I'm going to be preaching on uh, the story of Christmas. And then tomorrow night, Christmas Eve, there is no service like Christmas Eve. It's the holiest night of the year. And we do a one hour candle lit service from five o'clock to six o'clock. We, it's the only time of the year that we have a one hour service. Uh, we are a full gospel church. We don't do church that short, but tomorrow night we will. Cause we know there's a lot of celebrations going on, a lot of parties, but the most important thing to do, I think on Christmas Eve is to worship Jesus who has been born as our savior. He's come into the world and he wants to be born in your heart. He wants to, you and your family to know him personally. And so tomorrow I pray that you'll go to your church. If you don't have a church or you don't have a, a Sunday morning or a Sunday night service, why don't you come out and visit us? We're located at 2920 Grand Island Boulevard. But what we want you to know tonight here on Cross-Eyed Radio, Jesus loves you. And the greatest gift was given on that first Christmas, a Savior was born. And I want to go to this next song. Some of you know this song. It's been played in many different versions, but King and Country did it recently. It's called The Little Drummer Boy. Let this be a blessing to you. When we come back, we're going to read and we're going to learn the Christmas story.
We're going to go to the Gospel of Matthew, and I want to read just a few scriptures tonight from the story of Christmas. And it says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the the least among the princes of Judah? For out of you shall come a governor who shall rule the people, who shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had heard privately, when he had had them privately, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures... They presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. I want to focus for a moment on these three gifts that were brought to the Christ child. We would call these the first gifts of Christmas. But really, friend, the greatest gift And the first gift of Christmas is the birth of the child Jesus. He is the gift that keeps on giving. Jesus was born in a lowly manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Now that has great revelation. So many in the world today have not made room in their hearts for the Christ child. We go about our business. We go about our life so busy. We just want to live without any concept or any acknowledgement of who God is. See, nothing's really changed in 2,000 years. The people were busy with activities, and the hotel was filled that night in Bethlehem. And there was no room for Mary. There was no room for them to have the child Jesus be born into this world. And so the only place they could find was a dirty old animal uh, barn, if you will. And he, literally the king of the universe, was born 
in a place where animals lived. Now, what does that mean? It means that God was trying to send a message to you and me that Jesus would be born in the most humble of means. And he wants to be born tonight in your heart. And just think of that dirty animal uh, barn, if you will. And think about it for a moment. How could God be born in such a place like that? But you know what's even more remarkable? How could God be born in the sinful heart of man? One way, it's called grace. Unmerited favor. It's called mercy. And Jesus Christ was sending a message right from his birth that he wants to be born in the most unusual place. He wants to be born in the heart of a sinner. But that sinner must acknowledge that he, Jesus, is God and must repent. And what that means to repent, it means to change your mind about the way you're living. It means to say, God, I believe that Jesus Christ came into this world to save me from my sins, that he died on the cross, shed his blood so that I could be forgiven. And see, friend, it was your sins and my sins that put him on that cruel cross. And Jesus was buried, a man who had never sinned. He was God. He was perfect. And it proving that the blood sacrifice of Christ was accepted by the Father. Three days later, Jesus was born. Jesus was alive out of the tomb, I should say. He came out of the tomb. He was alive again. And that message has been, has been communicated for 2,000 years. He has risen. He has risen from the dead. And Jesus Christ, if you allow him to come into your heart and to cleanse you of your sins, one day you will come up out of the grave. Your body will be transformed into a resurrected body. Jesus showed us through his death, burial, and resurrection that if we believe, we too shall never die we shall live forever with him. Now, in this story, these three gifts that were brought, what do they represent? The gold, the most precious of metals. Gold is, is, is known as perfect, a perfect metal. And so what the wise men was just putting down at the feet of Joseph and Mary in front of the Christ child was the symbol of perfection that God himself was born in human flesh. Isaiah said that his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. One of the, the conditions of salvation is you must believe that Jesus is God in the flesh. He is incarnate. He came in the form of humankind. And he grew up among us. He was born in Bethlehem. He grew up in Nazareth. He would die on the cross in Jerusalem. He would ascend from the Mount of Olives, and one day he's coming back, and his feet will touch down on the Mount of of Olives when he comes to save all of Israel. Now, the gold speaks of that perfection, that the Christ child is God without sin. But then the frankincense, remember in the temple, they would, they would throw the, the incense upon the hot coals 
and there would be this sweet incense that would arise unto the Lord himself that would arise from the temple. And frankincense speaks of worship. And this child, Jesus, was no ordinary child. He was the king of kings. He was the Lord of lords. He was the fairest of 10,000, the bride and the morning star, the lily of the valley. He was the bread or the manna from heaven. He was the lamb of God who would one day be slain for the sins of the world. And we are to worship him. Christmas is all about worshiping the Christ child. And then the third gift, the myrrh, such an unusual gift. A bitter herb is myrrh, bitter to taste. And what it was speaking of, the life that Christ came to, what he came to do, that he would die a bitter death. The myrrh is speaking of the cross where Jesus would suffer beyond any suffering man could ever imagine. The sins of the world would come upon him. He would be tortured. He would be spit upon. He would be beaten. He would be literally uh, uh, whipped with a cat of nine tail 39 times where the flesh would literally be torn from his body, and then he would have to carry a wooden beam up Calvary's hill, and he would be nailed to that wooden cross. This myrrh, this bitter herb, was speaking of all of that symbolically. So put it all together now. These three gifts, the gold, speaks of the perfection of the Christ child. The frankincense speaks of us worshiping him as God and the myrrh telling us that he is come to die on a cruel cross to save the world from their sins. Friends, this is Christmas. Every gift that is under that Christmas tree tomorrow, let your children know as wonderful as those gifts are and as much joy as they will bring to you and your family. They really cannot compare to the first gift of Christmas, the Christ child himself. There was a billboard just recently that said, Mary wrapped the first Christmas gift. I like that. She wrapped her son in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger, the Bible says. He is the gift of Christmas. And tonight I want to ask you, do you know him? Has there ever been a moment where Jesus Christ has come to live in your heart? Or have you been much like the innkeeper in Bethlehem so long ago that had to tell Joseph and Mary, I have no room for him. I have no room for you. I have no room for a pregnant woman that's ready to be to give birth to the Christ child that would save the world from their sins. It doesn't even seem possible, but I think that innkeeper had no idea who he was turning away. Tonight, don't turn Jesus away. Make room for him tonight. I want to pray a Christmas prayer with you and give you an opportunity to do what that innkeeper didn't do, to invite Jesus to come in and to give him a room tonight. And when you make this decision, the joy of Christmas the, the, the bells of Christmas will start ringing 
down deep in your soul. And all you have to do tonight is admit that you're a sinner and you need God. And these are the words. They're, they're not, these words are not so as important as the sincerity of your heart. But with each word, you're making your commitment to God. Now, just pray this prayer with me out loud. I want the, the devil to hear this tonight. You're making your commitment to Christ. And maybe you've backslidden. Maybe you've walked away. Tonight, why don't you ask Jesus to come back into your life? You know what? We can't see it, but someone up in Canada right now is about ready to give their heart to Jesus. Somebody in Buffalo, somebody in Hamburg, or wherever you live, you're going to say this prayer, and Christmas is going to come alive in you. Now just repeat it after me. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, I am lonely tonight. I need you. I need you to come into my life and to cleanse me of my sins. I need you to change my life. And so tonight, right now, on this day before Christmas Eve, I repent of the way I've been living. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins and the things that I have done. But I believe that Jesus Christ shed his blood and died on the cross to forgive me of my sins. And tonight I put my faith in Jesus Christ. Right now, I receive you into my heart. I believe in you. Come into my heart and live there. In Jesus' name, right now, I receive you into my life. In Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Friend, if you just prayed those simple words, Jesus Christ has come in and he loves you and in your life is going to be changed. And I want you to do this as we go to break tonight. I want you on this break as we go into the Christmas songs Go to your phones tonight and call the number 716-229-8000 or up in Canada, 1-888-444-2927 and tell the operator, I've prayed to receive Christ and we'll send you a special Christmas gift. Salvation 
Oh, that's a beautiful song by Phil Wickham. And tonight here on the Crossside Radio, tonight it's Christmas, and we just want to play uh, these songs tonight to kind of end uh, this broadcast. But if you have prayed tonight to receive the Lord, or maybe you recommitted your life just a few minutes ago, I want you to do yourself a great favor. You know, Jesus said that we are to confess him before man. And if we do that, he will confess us before the Father. And so tonight, a way of sealing your prayer is to call the operators working with Joshua Revolution tonight and say, I prayed with Pastor Mike to ask Jesus to be the Lord of my life. It really is that simple. Just make that call. And what we want to do is we want to send you a brand new Expositors Study New Testament Bible. It's a beautiful Bible with a commentary. If you're already a Christian, you made a recommitment, you have a Bible, we can send you our, our book called Cross-Eyed, How to Have Victory Over Sin. And it will teach you how to live a life of victory, not perfection, but victory over sin dominating your life. We'll send it to you postage paid free of charge. And for all our listeners tonight on Cross-Eyed Radio, thank you for making this the most wonderful year I think we've ever been on the air. But the best is yet to come. I'm going to be back with you next Saturday night on this broadcast. Tonight, let us just play these beautiful sounds of Christmas. And I just want to say on behalf of Joshua Revolution, Mike Chory, and our whole family, I want to say to you, Merry Christmas. We love you. And just enjoy the sounds of Christmas tonight.
have been listening to Cross-Eyed, a radio talk show sponsored by Joshua Revolution. If Cross-Eyed has been a blessing to you, please let us know by sending a testimony of how the program has helped you. If you would like to support Cross-Eyed financially, you can send financial gifts to Joshua Revolution, P.O. Box 923, Grand Island, New York, 14072, or go online to joshuarevolution.org. We thank you for your help and prayers, and remember to tune in next week at 9.30 p.m. for Cross-Eyed, a radio show proclaiming the message of the cross.